March 24th, 2023. Coming up on the program today, being a good dad means always refilling your son's porn supplies. Plus, a psychotic woman's dead squirrel has disappeared. God is sending some creepy-ass text messages at 3 in the morning. And why is a cow on the sex offender registry? Find out today! Promotional consideration provided by Playtex Tampons. It's the only tampon that comes with deodorant or without. And it's great protection. Playtex Tampons. I feel it in my fucking cunt. You'll want to feel it in your cunt, too. We now return to Eaton Beaver on WDVN Channel 3. Is this the first time you've eaten beaver? I, this is my first beaver. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big, this is a very big moment. This dun, is dun, dun. Mm. First of all, this is this is fabulous. Out of sight. Oh, thank you. But now I understand it's very, very mild. It is really, really good. Mm, thank you. I love I'm it. I'm surprised more people aren't eating beaver. It's very, very lean. Mm-hmm. It's it's not irony or minerally tasting at all like some game is. Mm-hmm. It's very clean tasting. You know, a lot of the waterborne animals in the rodent family mm-hmm. kind of taste like what they eat. Mm-hmm. And they taste of the water they come from. And it's almost like the flesh is muddy. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. Actually want to be brainless. <laughs> Small animals such as rabbits and gerbils. I'm going to touch the feces and masturbate with it. Anyway, this is Fiona, and I want to hear from you. I want to suck your cock. Tim back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a great one for you today. Did want to remind you uh, once again, all next week we're doing Sideshow exclusive programs. If you want to hear those episodes, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com. Right now we're running a special on yearly memberships. So uh, you can sign up at a discounted rate. That way you won't miss a thing. You'll get all the episodes next week. Superfreaksideshow.com. Everyone go sign up. Thank you to everyone who is continuing to support DV. All right. Now that we got that out of the way. Oh, I've just got tons of stuff to share with you today, including some sensual talk. Now, we, of course, are no strangers to phone sex and erotic party lines here on the podcast. We've fucked around with those things for years. I think the last time I had phone sex with someone on the podcast, I was pretending to be an old lady. You're too big for me. You're gonna make me. Oh, here I go. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's all over my tits. I got bile all over the place. Big chunks. Do you like that? You like my throw up? Oh, you just want me to keep sucking, huh? God, that is so gross. It smells so bad over here. You should smell this. Oh, I'm glad I made a mess for you. Oh, you're happy with yourself, are you? You're happy I got puke all over my tits? I don't know what generation you're from. Yeah, that guy wanted to gag Granny with his dick. Well, mission accomplished, right? Today, I don't have uh, anything quite as gross, unless you're you're a hardcore homophobic person, because what I found is uh, some audio of two extremely randy dudes just chatting, getting off. Cool. Your dad cool with all that kind of stuff? Well, we're already in trouble here, asking about family members. Whose dad isn't cool with their son jerking off another man? 
cool. Your dad yeah. cool, all that kind of stuff. Getting butt fucked by a buddy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Same here. My he joins in all the time. Dad, me and him were pretty open, and he uh, mm-hmm. taught me a lot of stuff about sex. So mm-hmm. we are both really open. Yeah. Well, me and my dad were even more open. He showed me how to suck cock. Top that. Top that. Well, stop that. I don't really give a about trying to top that. Top that. You know, I don't want to be controversial here, but I don't think we can have a serious conversation about race in America until black people admit that whites are just better at rapping. Sorry, I know it's kind of your thing. We're just really, really, really good at it. And if you think you're better, top that. I'm sorry, we're already getting off topic. We're supposed to be listening to two grown men talk about how their daddies raped their buttholes. Yeah, yeah, he, we're, we're pretty close, kind of like buddies, you know what I mean? Yeah, we're, buddies. We're like buddies and anything. Yeah, same here. I mean, both me and my dad hung out nude in the house, so there's really no secrets or anything. Oh, stop beating around the bush already! Sorry for the pun. You both want to get off to how your fathers raped you. Just, just someone start. Yeah. I was the same way with my dad. We hung out just in underwear naked a lot. And there we go. We're right. easing into this here. Cool. Do you guys ever jack off together? Yeah. Someone had to ask. Yeah. Awesome, dude. I haven't really found any other dudes that uh, have done that or anything. But yeah, me and my dad jacked off a lot. He taught me how to jack off, taught me how to play with his toys, taught me how to use condoms, fuck pussy, all that kind of stuff. Somehow I don't think dad's an expert at eating pussy. Yeah, that's kind of like my dad too, man. We're pretty pretty open, man. You know, answer any questions. Questions like, how many fingers can you fit in your butthole? Yeah, same here. My dad was pretty uh, good with answering questions and stuff and uh, helping me with toys and all that shit and always made sure there was porn and lube in the house. Honey, I'll be back in about an hour. We're out of lube and porn. Want to make sure the kid's all stocked up. I mean, it sounds creepy as fuck, but honestly, that would have been great if my dad did that for me. I got to go out to the store. Tim, you're all set for porn, right? You don't need any more? Lube, good, got enough? All right, I'll be back in a little bit. Toys? What about toys? Pocket pussies, cock rings, you're good on... Okay, all right, just making sure, bud. Just making sure. Pretty much what broke the ice with me and my dad. Since he, first time he caught me watching porn, he knew I was kind of like ready to uh, <laughs> you know, talk about it a little bit more. How old were you? Four and a half. Was this audio used in like a court trial or something? Is this evidence? Um, I was about 15 or so, I think. Ah, cool, dude. Well, that's why I mean like uh, my dad, he taught me how to jack off when I was 11 and pretty much been jacking with him since. This is just fantasy talk, right? Dads don't really show their kids how to masturbate. I, you know, I don't I don't know how other people live. I, I mean, I know how I grew up. I like to think my dad never saw my naked body. I had my mommy wash me. Up until a few years after puberty, mom would bathe me. You know, like a normal person. I had a normal childhood. Not like these weirdos. This is wrong and all, but I'm glad it didn't cross over into full-blown sex. You know, they're just jacking off together. Uh, like my dad, he measured my growth and everything with my dick, and that was pretty cool. But yeah, we uh, constantly compared all that kind of stuff. So you could, like, you know, write the biggest dildo, all that kind of weird shit we did. They always say the important thing is just that the father is in your life. He's spending quality time with his son writing dildos. I'm pretty sure when I was really young, I played horsey with my dad where, you know, I'd get on his back and he would, you know, he'd walk me around the house or I'd uh, get up on his shoulders. Never straddled a dildo in front of him, though. Yeah. Fucking horrible, yeah. 
you guys ever play around with dildos and stuff too? Let me guess. Yes. Um, I don't think we ever played around with dildos, but we did play around with some of those fucking uh, plug vibrators and prostate stimulators and stuff. Yeah, close enough. Prostate stimulator dildo. It's all going in your butthole. My dad, he's into strap-ons and stuff, and he is. Right, l- l- let me fast forward, see how this conversation progresses. God, hell, me and my dad have done so many fucking circle jerks together, and, uh... Was I not close enough with my dad? Never once did he invite me to a circle jerk! I like being close with my dad like that. I'm gonna be a little vulnerable here in front of all you freaks, but, uh, you know, I'm just being honest. Uh, I think I'm experiencing FOMO. My dad died before I could have a circle jerk with him. Yeah. Do you guys ever do any kind of like strange shit together or something? Have you not been a part of this telephone conversation for the past six minutes? Nothing that has been said has been normal. Yeah, but like, what about weird stuff with your dad? I mean, you know where this is going. Uh, yeah, believe me. Being in a car, that kind of small space, everyone jacking off and shit. You can smell the cum and everything. I mean, you just... Just, you know, the more cum we shot off, the more horny we got and just had to keep jacking off. And it's just like a vicious cycle in that car. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. I hope you had leather seats. I mean, upholstery is no friend to a circle jerk. You know, you're never going to get those stains out, the smells. Not to mention what it's going to do to the resale value of that car. Use your head, boys. Let me fast forward one more time and then we'll move on, I promise. You know, like the other day, we were wrestling around each hip. Yeah, the other day, uh-huh. Had me kind of down. Wrestling. And wrestling with your 80-year-old father at this point. Fucking, you know, dicks were against each other. We I were, broke his hip, it was hot. We were fucking laying on the ground. And both of them were hard and we just fucking kind of rocked back and forth. And, and then he started complaining about the chest pains. Long story short, I sucked him off in the ambulance. <laughs> we came together like that oh yeah dude me and him we've uh oh oh, yeah oh yeah i forgot me too yeah we we grind together too me and my dad it's always like me too oh yeah i forgot to mention that six more times than i can count yeah yeah we grind together all the time oh yeah dude me and him we've uh we've grinded our dicks more times than i can count dude (laughs) yeah definitely yeah uh, one time like uh just went ahead and we both got really fucking drunk and uh, like went ahead and uh, my dad said he was fucking horny uh, went to his room just started grinding our dicks together and shit playing with toys and just kept doing it until it was like four in the morning oh my god just let him fuck you already it never gets to that point though i think the guys were just too afraid to say it you could tell they were holding back all right well there you go just some phone sex between two dudes Two dudes with daddy issues. Ting! Let's move on. I wish I could say we're going to move away from gay stuff, but it's, uh, da-da-da, it's Faggy Friday. Ow! Faggy Friday would be a great Disney-like movie, like Freaky Friday. Except, um, you know, in Freaky Friday, the daughter and the mother switch bodies. In Faggy Friday, I, I just jerk off my father, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it would not work so well as a Disney property. Anyway, you know, this is kind of a gay clip. I mean, it's just a guy jerking off, really. Uh, But what I find interesting is that, like, part of his whole thing is crying, right? He's masturbating and crying and hitting himself. This is the crying part. Now, when you hear him slap himself, that's right in the face and hard. Damn. That was relatively short and sweet. One more, and then I promise we'll move on. 
No more gay shit after this. Here's a man gagging on dick. Really gagging, like throwing up on dick, really. Hmm, he's crying too. <laughs> the theme today. It's like he drank a couple gallons of milk before he started this. Dude, it's gonna be okay. Stop jamming the dick down your throat. Well, so what he's doing now is laying face first into the puddles of vomit that he produced, and and he's like just blowing into, into it. Covering his face in the vomit. <laughs> I think he's weirder than the two dudes on the phone talking about uh, their jerk-off sessions with Daddy. <laughs> All right, I think you get the idea there. Thank you, boys. Moving our attention now to the Distorted View Discord. Lots of great stuff has been uh, posted and shared recently from Black Prophet Legacy and Gauntlet. Looks like they've been going through the archives of Ashley Hatcher. I, I believe we have featured her one or two times on the podcast. She is continuing her descent into pure madness. I'm not sure if this is due to mental illness or drugs or both. She's going through some real shit, though. For instance, recently she lost a squirrel. I'm going to be in trouble now. My dead squirrel's gone. Well, this is the whole reason we didn't give you a live squirrel, because we knew you'd lose it or it would run away. It would escape. Somehow, though, you still fucked that up and, and you lost a dead squirrel. I went to the store and I came back and my dead squirrel's gone. My theory is, of course, Ashley lives in squalor and a rat or mouse or something came and, and ate the squirrel or, or took it away. To I have to be it. fruitful and multiply because I married a fly. And I was producing, I was being fruitful and provided food for dead, for maggots. Now I have to find another dead animal. Next time I'm going to have to keep it in the house. So things don't run off with my dead animals. It was too rotted for a cat or a dog to take. Oh, right. <laughs> I wonder if the maintenance guy did it. Why would he take my dead squirrel? He's only supposed to do the hot water. Well, the plot thickens. We may never know. It's interesting because even though she's kind of talking nonsense about squirrels, I, I, can, I can understand what she's saying. Ashley has a few modes. Right? There's uh, that one we just played, and then there's this mode. No, you were not! I was not trying to murder you! I thought you were ashamed of being fat! I was only putting you back to fat because I thought you were big! I didn't want you killing the other girl! You're under a fucking rest for the attempted murder of Ashley Raquel Alexander, a size Two, three. Did you get all that? I hate to say it, but if she had her dead pet squirrel with her, I don't think any of this would have happened. It calms her. It's like a security dead squirrel. 
All right, uh, let's move on. Oh, uh, there's a new religious scam out there. You know how, like, uh, you pray to God and you never hear back? And you can't blame God for that. There's like, what, 8 billion people on the planet, a large portion of them Christian, a bunch of them all praying at once. He's got a lot on his plate. But wouldn't it be great to know that your prayer had been received? While God can't talk to us all, he might be able to text us. That doesn't take a lot of time and effort, right? Receive miracles through text. God is not limited. Is this the same voice guy who did those cummy quotes? Glorious dogcock sucking past. God is not limited. My dad fell into a cum shaft. It is a very similar voice, isn't it? While in shutaway prayer, God spoke to Apostle that he is releasing miracles to you now through text messages. Why is God texting me at two in the morning? Receive texts from God like, you up? I'm horny and looking to smash. I created your sweet ass pussy. Now I want to taste the fruits of my labor. Hit me up, yo. Yeah, it's one of those late night texts. God has blessed us with modern technology, such as TV, radio, and cell phones, to spread and send His Word. Just like you receive God's Word and encouragement through these media resources, you can receive God's miracles through a sent word from God through a text message. I texted God, and it got weird. God will send personalized and inspirational texts to you directly. Like, snap a picture of your spread cunt lips, my child. Can you cash at me too, hundy? My normal weed guy is being a dick today and can't answer your prayer tonight. Dookie is coming over to play some Call of Duty. Text you tomorrow and more. Look, I just texted God to see if he got my prayer request for my sick mom. I don't know who the hell Dookie is. Why is an all-powerful deity asking me to cash app him money? After texting God, I was left with even more questions. Oh, no. Yep, it's him. Can you order me and Dookie a pizza? I'll pay you back. Pugs. X-O-X-O-X-O. Am I dating God? Yeah, so obviously this um scam, right? I mean, there's there's got to be some angle here where... You, you have to pay to receive text messages from God or something. Or the pastor who is running this. It's it's uh, David E. Taylor Ministries, right? Uh, it, maybe he just wants to get your phone number so he can then bug you, <laughs> right? Spam you for, for cash. For many years, Apostle David E. Taylor has released God's miracles by sending a word from God through text messages, including the miracle of raising the dead. Oh, okay, wait a second. What? This is amazing. Apostle sent a word from the Lord through text. And a corpse was reanimated? These fucking cell phones are amazing. What can't they do? I mean, I know it's God, but, you know, God's using the the cell phone. Technology is so fucking awesome. And two precious lives were delivered from their destruction and death. All through the power of SMS text messaging. The ad, and this really is just an advertisement, it's six minutes long and it goes through one of these uh, guys who who basically died, right? He was watching a sports game, (laughs) football game or something, and he was shot by a deranged fan, a fan of the other team or something. 
God wasn't finished with Chris, because while he was testifying of being raised from the dead, God healed his legs. Chris threw down his crutches and by the power of God began to run. You came on a crutch. I saw you limping for days. Now, God raised you up supernaturally. This fucking shit should be illegal, right? From that coma, but you have this kick. What just happened? I downloaded an app and the computer phone healed my legs. That's going to be the next thing, right? An app, which would be kind of like way better than just the the text message thing. Because, uh, you know, with apps, you could have in-app purchases. You could buy, you know, microtransactions for miracles and shit. I guarantee you, uh, David E. Taylor is working on that next. How much more can you receive a miracle for anything you need, whether it's in your health, marriage, family, ministry, business, financial, in any area, God will give you a miracle. Elegant ejaculation. I don't know if God would answer that prayer, but you get the idea. Tight, fuckable dickhole. All right. Come dripping cunt. That's enough. Finally, now, before we get into the news, uh, Miss May. Oh, my God. She's on quite the streak providing some great content for us. Uh, She's back with another submission. Uh, David Tanny. This is someone I think we have featured before on the podcast, you know, at some point in our uh, nearly 20 year history. He's been on the Internet forever. You know, he's a shitty musician with a lot of bad music. I'm sure we've run across his stuff before, but uh, this is this is one that I think we may have played for you. It's his uh, basically a, a love song to Mila Kunis. Hello, Mila. Mila Kunis. I just think that you're the cutest. David does a lot of like uh, novelty songs. He thinks he's clever, but he ain't cute, and he look dusty. You drive every buddy insane. You can make a certain man part throb in pain. Gross. On that 70s show. The music is fucking excruciating. His catalog does get a little more explicit with songs like, At least I know how to fuck. I can't play baseball. I can't play tennis. I can't play basketball. I can't play any single sport at all. But I do know one sport by luck. At least I know how to fuck. Other verses are pretty much the same thing. He just lists a bunch of stuff that he can't do and then says he he can, in fact, fuck. Although Miss May is pretty sure this guy's a virgin. All signs point to he ain't never felt a pussy. He does seem to be obsessed with the masturbation habits of little boys, which is, yeah, a little concerning. Once upon a time, there was a teenage boy who just turned 13 years old. He had just reached puberty. One day, he went to his dad's VHS collection and watched an old movie featuring Raquel Welch. When he saw her in a slip, all of a sudden, his pants felt really tight. He didn't know what was going on. He had just experienced his first erection. Ta-da! Soon, he started pounding on his penis that was fully erect. One day, he worked his penis so hard that something came out of his dick. A magic genie came out of his penis. The genie said... I will grant you three wishes. At the time of this recording, the dude was 50 years old. This is the type of shit he's coming up with. Now he's in his 60s. And the boy said, okay, my first wish is I would like to have a really big penis. 
The genie said, well, how big? And the boy said, as big as a telephone pole. Now, I have come up with some really stupid stuff over the years on this podcast, but this is so juvenile. It's like, does, does he have a mental problem here? His penis he was three times longer than the longest telephone pole in town. The boy was really excited. It was tall and erect and hard. And the boy said, wow, I got the biggest fully erect penis in the whole wide world. Oh, I just can't, I can't imagine where this story's going. I'm on the edge of my seat. The second wish, I believe he makes his penis even bigger. And then the third wish is, uh... And the boy said, I would like for my penis to ejaculate forever. Naturally, there are some unintended consequences here as the boy continues to constantly... Come. And the boy started noticing something wrong with him. His mass started getting smaller and smaller. He was losing bone. He was losing muscle. And the boy said, what's wrong, genie? His dick was, was like liquefying his bone. <laughs> and the genie That's what he was coming? He said, well, your penis has okay. to spurt All from right. some this source. So, so it's using you for now. An entire waste of time. Thank you, Miss May, for that. Shame on you. Real quick, before we get into the news, let me try to right this ship. We've got some breaking news from our child predator correspondent, Galileo2333. Yes, Galileo. Hi, Galileo2333. Alert in Washington state. They are attempting to ban child marriage again. There's at least two bills in the legislature, and it looks like there are a lot more, uh, you know, chance of passing now uh, to raise the actual, you know. This is breaking news in Galileo's world. Marriage age 18. But, I mean, 16 is already much too high. It should be no older than about 10 or 7. Um, and child marriage should be made not only legalized, but should be made uh, ubiquitous and made widely acceptable in society. Uh, yeah, everybody should get down to Olympia and demand that the that the um, uh, child marriage ban not be imposed. And By the way, uh, as of this moment, uh, no one is protesting that decision, right? At the age of consent be low. It's just Galileo upset. Uh, yeah, West Virginia. I was reading Ivan, Verge, Ivan Burge's blog, and in West Virginia, they actually they actually did try to ban child marriage, but the, the legislature refused to pass and refused to impose that ban. Whew, dodged a bullet there. I mean, at least for the time being. It should be legalized everywhere, and the bans that are being imposed should be lifted. Okay. Uh, yeah, Massachusetts banned child marriage, uh, right at the same time Britain banned child marriage. Mass- All the dominoes are falling. Massachusetts should have had, you know, the equivalent of the Tea Party. I'm um, openly declared that they're going to completely ab- abolish all their ages yeah. of consent. In re- he is all worked up over this today. Response to Britain uh, banning child marriage. Okay. Uh, yeah, because, you know, I mean, yeah, the United States has gotten too friendly with Britain recently. Uh, yeah, well, anyway, yeah, big notice. Notification, Washington State, everybody get down to Olympia, demand the age of consent be lowered, and, you know, to about seven or, you know, or abolish. Okay, okay. thank you very much, Galileo2333. My man's having a bad week. No good news coming out of these states. All right, uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. To the fucked up news right now. We talked about the sideshow at the top of the program. Uh, all next week, we'll be doing sideshow exclusive programs. Make sure you sign up. And don't forget, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can sign up right in those apps and get uh, all the new sideshow exclusive episodes right alongside the free episodes in those apps. Very easy to sign up that way. Uh, again, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We're offering sideshow access right in both of those apps, which is pretty cool. 
Uh, also, one more way to help support the uh, the show, patreon.com slash distortedview. Yeah, that's our Patreon account. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. Every little bit helps. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. Okay, three very quick stories now. First up, things I did not know. Afro Man apparently lives less than an hour away from me. Here's another thing I don't know. Any music by Afro Man? You've seen me. Does it look like I listen to Afro Man? Oh, I know this song. I do know this one. Okay. Everybody knows because I got high. Okay. I'm familiar with Afro Man's work. Well, apparently he's in the news. Seven law enforcement officers have sued rap artist Afro Man. Isn't that kind of a weird turn? Usually it's black people suing the cops because they like shot an unarmed relative or something. What did Afro Man do to the police? Yeah, uh, apparently police are accusing him of improperly using footage from a police raid on his Ohio home last year in his music videos. That is kind of a brilliant idea, right? What was he raided for? Four deputies, two sergeants, and a detective with the Adams County Sheriff's Office brought the suit earlier this month, claiming invasion of privacy. Other law... I'm sorry, you've got fucking body cameras, and that shit is made publicly available, right? You just, like, request it? It's a Freedom of Information Act thing, I think. I don't know. That's how I get to play all those awesome clips uh, from Columbus Police body cam and stuff like that. People just request... The, the footage and then it's released and you can do whatever you want with it, right? Including uh, using it in rap videos. Other law enforcement officers who were involved in the raid are not named as plaintiffs. The plaintiffs say the rapper, whose real name is Joseph Foreman, took footage of their faces obtained during the August 2022 raid and used it in music videos and social media posts without their consent. They say this has caused them emotional distress, embarrassment, ridicule, loss of reputation, and humiliation of oh, poor babies. What this really is all about, of course, is money, because the plaintiffs are seeking all of Foreman's profits from his use of their personas. That includes proceeds from the songs, music videos, and live event tickets, as well as the promotion of Foreman's Afro Band, under which he sells beer, marijuana, t-shirts, and other merchandise. They also seek a court injunction to take down all videos and posts containing their personas. The suit names Foreman, his recording firm, and a Texas-based media distribution company as defendants. In an Instagram post, which is really the same thing as a legal filing when you think about it. In this day and age, come on. All right, in an Instagram post made Wednesday, Foreman vowed to countersue for the undeniable damage this had on my clients, family, career, and property. Well, you know, just like I called bullshit on the cops here, I'm going to have to call bullshit on Afro Man. Getting arrested and releasing police footage of the arrest, that only helps your brand. I mean, think about it. You used it in your rap videos. You were proud of it. The real question is, like, why was Afro Man raided? What did he do? Law enforcement officers were acting on a warrant that stated probable cause existed that drugs and drug paraphernalia would be found on Foreman's property. Eh, good guess. Police are playing the odds here. And that trafficking and kidnapping had taken place there. Holy shit, Afro man. Those suspicions turned out to be unfounded. Yeah! Oh, what a Maury moment there. It shocked Everyone. Honestly, I would be upset too if police broke into my house and they were like, Where's all the crack? 
and the underage girls you're trafficking. Also, you know, since the police are public servants, and I know it's a cliched thing to say, you know, we pay your salary, but it's kind of true. I feel like when they're on the job, they don't necessarily have a right to privacy. They're filming. And you know, if things went south, right, and like Afro Man pulled a gun and tried to shoot a cop, they would use the footage from the body cam against Afro Man. So I think in this case, uh, the footage should be allowed to be used in, you know, his music videos. Come on. The video's for everyone. Is there like a Creative Commons license on that or something? All right, so the suspicions turned out to be unfounded. The raid failed to turn up any criminal evidence and no charges were ever filed. I mean, the cops are taking a big L on that one. They're just embarrassed. When cash seized during the raid was returned to Foreman, it appeared that hundreds of dollars were missing. Damn. Police fucking up left and right here. A subsequent review by the State Bureau of Criminal Investigation determined that deputies had uh, miscounted the amount seized during the raid itself. Uh huh. Foreman is best known for his songs Because I Got High and Crazy Rap, which were both featured on his album The Good Times. He's also known for his political activism and announced last December that he plans to run for president. I hope he uses footage of the raid in his campaign advertising. Just keep it up. Everything he does now. I want footage from that raid just to piss off the cops. All right. Uh, so that's what's happening in Ohio uh, with Afro Man. Maybe I'll drop by his place tomorrow and hang out. Next up, I've got a couple quick hits from our most fucked up state. Say it with me. Fly. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Give me Hallelujah. Down on my Florida, did I'm on my long day? Have it, have it all. Florida is a long, long, long day. Day to the Lord. One of the great things about Florida stories are they they do tend to be short, and it's usually like the more insane the headline, the shorter the story, and you're left wondering what what the hell? I I need more information. It's like. Man's genitals chewed off by drugged-up pet cow inside of a mobile home in Tampa. There's already a lot to unpack. Devin Watkins was pet-sitting the cow while the owner of the home appeared in court for public masturbation when he was caught jerking off on the It's a Small World After All ride. The cow appeared to be high on mescaline and bit the genitals of Watkins, who took his clothes off after setting himself on fire, trying to grill a set of Funko Pops inside of the mobile home. He was rushed to St. Mary's Hospital, where doctors removed a set of dentures from his anal cavity. The deranged cow has a list of priors, including felonious assault, vehicular manslaughter, and is on the state register sex offender list. And it's like, that's a very short news story, but oh my God, I need to know more about every single sentence there. Wait, his genitals were bit by a cow that was in the trailer. It, why was he grilling Funko Pops? And why were there dentures in his butthole? How can a cow be a sex offender? How can this story be so short? It's infuriating. All right, let's uh, check out these real Florida stories. The first one comes from Broward County. Deputies arrested a woman on Friday afternoon, accusing her of intentionally running over a 20-year-old woman who was her friend. Not anymore. Especially because she's done it multiple times. <laughs> she just kept running over the bitch. Uh, deputies responded to the scene of the hit and run crash at about 8.42 a.m. near the intersection of Northwest 13 Court and 26 Lane in Delray Beach. 
Quote, I just got a call from my neighbors stating to come home real fast. My daughter just got run over from her friend, said Tina Gore, the victim's mother. Detectives believe a witness recorded a video that shows when Lenoria Wilson struck Gore's daughter, who then hit the hood of the car and fell onto the street. The impact caused Wilson's vehicle to spin. Then, yes, Wilson ran over Gore's daughter again before finally speeding away. She was mad her car might have been damaged. You made my car spin around, you bitch! All right, uh, Tina Gore identified her daughter as uh, Antony. Antonisha? Okay, let's go with that. Antonisha Gore. She said her daughter is in critical condition at Broward Health Medical Center. Linder said she rushed out of her home after hearing the impact and found the victim severely injured. There was a shoe, a belt, and a pool of blood, she said. Deputies discovered that the victim and another woman had been involved in an ongoing disturbance since at least last night that resulted in the hit and run. Witnesses said the 20-year-old victim and the suspect are childhood friends. Again, I would not use present tenses like that anymore. You run over your friend once, and that's going to put a strain on the friendship. It's a hard one to get past, but okay. Accidents happen, but you run her over again. You want the bitch dead. Quote, I'm going crazy right now. I'm just trying to hold it together for the sake of my kids, Gore said. According to Gore, her daughter and her daughter's friend began arguing about who busted out the windows of one of her black SUVs. Okay, when the argument escalated. Uh, It's not that she hit her. (laughs) She's okay with that. It's that she came again to run my daughter's head over. I want her to be charged and I want her to do the max because she tried to kill my daughter. Well, she, she ran over her head. That's a pretty serious crime, I think. So that's what's happening in Broward County. Uh, Elsewhere in the state, authorities say a Florida man held his wife's lover at gunpoint and then promptly cut off the man's penis before fleeing with the cock. Dick and nuts! Well, just the dick, Alexis, which I think was a smart move. If you're mad at someone, right, he's fucking around with your wife or your girlfriend or whatever, and you want to cut off his dick. I think the first instinct is to, like, uh, cut it off and then just throw it. You know, because, ew, it's a dick. Who wants to touch that? I ain't gay, man. The only reason I'm touching your dick is to cut it off. No homo, you know? It's one of the few times you can actually touch a dick and not seem gay. Anyway, this guy held on to the dick, which was smart because, uh, you know, you take it with you. There's a, there's less likelihood that the, the dude's going to be able to get it stitched back on. Even if the police, you know, catch him with the dick, you know, it's going to be hours later. You know, the penis is going to be rotten. (laughs) News outlets report 49. I don't know. News outlets report 49 year old Alex Bonilla was arrested hours later on charges, including aggravated assault. The county sheriff's office released a statement Tuesday that said Bonilla or Bonilla broke into his neighbor's home on Sunday, tied the neighbor up and mutilated his genitals with scissors. Ah, Even worse, it was with those safety scissors you give little elementary school kids. It it took a good 20, 30 minutes to cut through that cock. It was beefy. Really tortured that poor guy. Deputies say the victim told authorities that Bonilla then took the severed penis and fled across the street to his own house. So the penis really wasn't that far away. Deputies say the motive is still under investigation, though an arrest report says Bonilla caught his wife and the victim having sex back in May. The story ends with this line. The victim was hospitalized. It's like, yeah, no shit. What happened to the dick? Were they able to sew it back on? Did they find it? Like what? It's like the most important part of the story is missing. 
I want to know what happened to the penis and why that cow is on a sex offender registry list. It's bugging the hell out of me. All right, uh, final story we have for you today. It's another short one, uh, but this time it comes from Missouri, and I believe we have a Mother of the Year candidate here. A Springfield woman is facing four felonies after driving through a gas station parking lot with three children. Not one, not two. Three. Three kids were on top of her vehicle. All right, now, before we get all judgy-judgy, let's think this through. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Was this maybe an Ikea situation? You know, sometimes you go to Ikea with a friend and everything is fucking flat packed there. You, you buy a dresser or a bookshelf or something. Sometimes you misjudge how much space you have in your car. And you got to pull the front seat all the way up as far as you can go. Your chest is pressed up against the steering wheel. Your friend is you know, next to you all contorted. Maybe that that's what happened. She brought her kids to Ikea, then didn't realize how much stuff she bought. There was no place else for the kids to go except for the roof. Let's read on. Katrina Spivey, 23, of Springfield, Missouri, was given four felony charges after an incident at a West Sunshine Street come-and-go, nice, in which she allegedly drove through the parking lot with three juveniles hanging off the hood or the roof of the vehicle. Some of the kids started off on the roof and they slipped off onto the hood she's charged with dwi oh she was drunk at the time too okay uh she was drunk so she got a dwi resulting in physical injury first degree endangering the welfare of a child resulting in physical injury two counts of first degree endangering the welfare of a child creating substantial risk According to a police report, sometime between 12.52 a.m. and 3 a.m. on May 18, 2022, Spivey was driving a silver 2010 Pontiac G6 through the parking lot with three children on top and two of them fell. One of the children, a 15-year-old, was injured. She admitted to drinking alcohol to police and later gave a breath sample that showed her blood alcohol content to be 0.087, uh, the Missouri legal limit is 0.08. Spivey was issued a summons to appear in court on May 4th. Whoever said justice is swift, right? I mean, this took place May 18th of 2022. She's going to appear in court almost a year later. Get your shit together, Missouri. Not a fan of the justice system today. I'm scolding them left and right. The Ohio police hassling afro man and these assholes in missouri come on all right there you go that my friends is your distorted news for friday let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here all right guys love to hear from you freaks and there are many ways to contact the show show at distortedview.com i'm all over social media at distorted view on twitter and instagram facebook.com slash distorted view show uh don't forget about the discord that's where all the freaks are hanging out there's a link on the main navigation bar if you want to participate and that Tom fuckery. All right, it's uh, extremely late. I'm sorry I'm posting the show. It's going to be Saturday probably before you guys hear this. Uh, again, I apologize. But yeah, it'll give you give you something to do on the weekend. A little entertainment as you're driving around. All right, uh, let's check in with a few of you here. Oh, we got some patrons calling in today. So I listened to the story about the guy who was trying to kill somebody with a sewing needle. I understand that there was a raccoon in there, whatever. I don't care about that little detail. What I do care about is the sewing needle. And I do a lot of needle crafting. And I tell you, any motherfucker that interrupts me counting... 
or whatever, <laughs> I will stab them with a fucking needle. So I can actually yeah. relate to that guy a little bit. She takes knitting very seriously. It's full contact knitting. Raccoon part, I can't relate to that. But the stabbing with the needle and trying to kill somebody with the needle, I can absolutely 100% get behind <gasps> that guy. You don't, fu- you don't fuck a woman's cross stitch. Or whatever. I would do the same thing. All right, well there you go. Understandable. Uh, homicide. It's like those women who watch that uh, that show Snapped. You, you know, where it's like every episode is just like why a woman killed her cheating husband or whatever. They're, you know, they're always relatable. Hey, Tim, it's Tyler. I just listened to one of your best of shows. Uh, caller asked, like, you know, which celebrity was going to die next. And you said Patrick Swayze. And uh, you mentioned in the intro that it was from 2009. And uh, I looked up what year Patrick Swayze died. And he fucking died in 2009. So, uh... You got any new predictions? Who's dying this year? Well, you know, I don't know exactly. You know, I have a shitty memory, but did we know Patrick Swayze was going to die? He had cancer or something. So, you know, I was probably just playing the odds there. I'm going to go with, uh, yeah, you know who's going to die this year? Judith Light, the the mom from Who's the Boss? I don't know. I I have no reason. I haven't heard anything about her. She hasn't been in the news or anything. I just, I have my hunches. (laughs) Go with Judith Light. All right, uh, let's do another call here. This is a long. To hear one. that message again? Oh no! Well, is this? Vlad? I'm looking to talk about some real nasty shit I did last night. I fucked this 19 year old. Hold on here, in case we got some new listeners. Vlad, and I guess this could be a great big Pete as well. We'll call those, uh, you know, the party lines. We were talking about that earlier in the show. Um, and uh, play the personal ads, guys who want to talk and fuck. And I believe this is one of those. Last night, I fucked this 19 year old black girl. The cream that came out of her pussy was unbelievable. That's, that's a yeast infection. Interesting. Connect. Let's talk about it. No. That's his intro? <laughs> to hear that message, you... I fucked a bitch and cream came out of her pussy? If you if you want to talk to me, hit me up. Go ahead. Uh-huh. You're connected. When done, hit the pound Here sign. Here we go. That's the pound sign. So hello. Hello. Hey. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. What's going on? Yeah, so, you know, I've been seeing this, this sexy little black girl. Yeah, he wants to get right into the pussy-creaming story. He doesn't even want to know anything about the, the girl he's actually talking to. The, this store I go to around the corner from my house. Right. You know, just, you know just, she just caught my attention, so I got her number. We're texting back and forth, and, you know, one thing led to another. I picked her up from work last night. Mm, her ass was so fucking fat. She had on a pair of leggings. This guy just wants to... Do, he's totally jerking off. He gets off to, to talking, right? Saying these things. Mm-hmm. So I was bumping her up. The, you know, I got her. Took her home. We smoked a blunt. And uh, yeah, we smoked a blunt in my car and took her home. And then uh, she was walking up the steps to my apartment. So I just grabbed her pussy and started rubbing her asshole on my thumb. She was walking up the steps. And that shit oh, I bet so she, she loves that. She did. 
That shit it instantly got creamy. Instant. What do you mean by creamy? Vlad knows exactly what to zero in on. <laughs> the creamy comment. That's like what I'm interested in too. In her panties. All right. So you know, just did that for just for a few seconds, and then we got up to the door, and that's when I really started to rubbing, you know, right through her leggings and all. So I got her inside. I better have I pulled her panties down. It was just soaked in cream. Yeah, that's infection. Right. I just pulled my fucking dick out and stuck it right inside of it. I couldn't even help myself. Hello? Hello? (laughs) Who is this? Who's on the phone? Hello? Oh, you scared him away. I don't know if Vlad wanted to abort or if Great Big Pete ruined it. Honestly, what else did that guy have to say? Uh, Yes, she had a creamy pussy. It was all about her creamy pussy. That's what he really wanted to mention. Uh, that's the type of fun that goes on uh, over there at the the party line. I don't know if uh, Vlad and Great Big Pete call the party line a lot on uh, their prank uh, call podcast, Great Big Pranks. But if you like this type of stuff, uh, definitely check out their podcast. I will try to remember to uh, provide a link on the show notes today. They're always doing phone funnies, prank calls, you know. All right, uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Snap a picture of your spread cunt lips, my child. Spread the distortion. STD, tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Thank you guys so much for a great week of programs. Next week, we're doing a sideshow exclusive week, so uh, every single episode is going to be just for paying freaks. I'm going to miss each and every one of you who can't listen, uh, but I will be back doing brand new shows for everyone starting on April 3rd. Mark your calendars. All right. Have a great weekend. Bye, everybody. Maria Athens signing off. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.